What's up, everybody? This is Adam, and on this episode of the Shooter's Touch, Brian and I chat high school hoops in the state of Iowa. We talk a little bit, reminisce a little bit about our high school days, some big games that we remember, talk a little bit about Bowen Bourne, Xavier Foster, to name a couple, and then some area teams that we're really looking forward to watching and following this year. Uh, We really hope you enjoy this episode, and as we always mention, please follow us, Twitter, Instagram, at the Shooter's Touch IA, and then find us on Facebook at The Shooter's Touch. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. The Shooter's Touch is back for another episode, and we are here to talk high school Iowa hoops today. And Brian, we know that uh, obviously, um, you know, the basketball fans that we are, uh, you know, we do tend to talk a little bit more about college basketball and NBA, but, um, you know, Iowa high school basketball with the people and the kids who have come up um, in the ranks and even through the college game these days, um, you know, it's one of the best in the country, I think. Yeah, it is. And it's obviously, you know, we all got our start somewhere. And so, you know, high school, high school hoops and high school basketball, um, you know, has a soft spot definitely in our hearts, but uh, as well as the state too. I mean, it's something where, you know, a lot of these kids, like you mentioned, especially the good kids are, um, you know, are staying close to home and they're playing, going on and playing college balls at, at, at schools in which that we continue to follow. So yeah, it is, it's, it's fun to, it's fun to see the kids and and to watch their growth throughout the season. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, with, with the last couple of weeks, um, a lot of the programs getting going um, here with, you know, football ending last week and the first week of practice um, here, you know, starting up um, it, it's an exciting time for a lot of athletes and, you know, the, um, with, with us obviously coming through the ranks, like we said, you know, I have a, have a couple of those, you know, unique moments that, you know, are, are really never forget moments for me in high school basketball. But uh, um, I guess, what are one or two of those for you? Yeah. So one of the, the, probably the story as far as especially dealing kind of here with openers is that I, I remember um, very vividly was um, my first varsity action was actually over at Charles city. Um, so if you've ever been to Charles city's, um, gym, it is, it's very much what you would call a Cracker Jack box. It yep. is, uh, it's, it's small. The fans are on top of you. They put all the students up on the stage. They had a massive stereo system in there. And I remember coming out to a little, uh, kid rock and that place was just rocking. Of course, Bruner's in the house and, um, you know, we end up going back and forth with those guys. It ended up being a, a close game, a competitive game. They 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 got us down the stretch, but uh, um, yeah, I think and I I can't remember specifically, but I you know obviously I remember the atmosphere. I remember the craze about it, and obviously um, Bruner and and his dominance. I think he had like forty of their fifty four points. Or something like <laughs> was, that. It was was Riding House there at that time too? No, no. So Riding House wasn't. Um, actually had been there so it would have been two years because we were home and home with those guys it would have been two years prior gotcha right the house was there then um obviously kind of obviously, thing then if if uh if bruner had 40 of those points he would have probably added added a little bit to that oh yeah because yeah because like i said i remember being at that game and, and riding house he he hammered one um <laughs> came down and just absolutely hammered one and then obviously you know gave the silencer to the crowd and everyone's <laughs> getting all so it's like i i knew i knew a little bit of what was to come walking walking out those doors but uh that's definitely that's definitely one of the memories that uh will always stick with me and when it comes to high school basketball specifically in, in the opener game so. yeah it, it, it is something that you know you just you 
as a basketball player, you always dream about it, but, uh, you know, you really don't know until you're out there what it's like. Um, and we actually, my junior year, um, in the playoffs, we played, uh, Dyke New Hartford in, um, in that Charles city gym. And, you know, obviously in neutral site where there wasn't the amount of the radio or excuse me, the speakers were probably a little bit softer at that point. Um, and the crowd is probably a little bit less rambunctious, but, uh, yeah, you're definitely right. Everybody seems like they're just on top of you at that gym, um, in, in a good atmosphere. Uh, and you know, on, on my end, I think that my, my first varsity action was, you know, the season opener, um, against Grundy center, uh, in, probably 99, maybe 99. And, uh, at that point, just kind of a little backstory, uh, Wellsburg Steamboat Rock was included in my, uh, high school. That was the first year. Um, so it was actually Geneva Wellsburg Steamboat Rock now. And there were a, <clears throat> a few of the Wellsburg Steamboat Rock, uh, students that ended up going to Grundy center. And so okay. that started a little bit of a rivalry there. Um, they had, a they had a senior named Josh Kirkpatrick that was, you know, he was playing since his freshman year in Grundy center and actually a pretty good, um, you know, uh, a pretty good basketball player. And so I, that was my first action in varsity where, you know, you, you grow up idolizing these, these high school basketball players in, in small town, Iowa. And then all of a sudden you are one of those high school basketball players. So that's a moment that I'll never forget. And, you know, one that, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll always kind of, we'll always kind of live, live with, live with me through the days here. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's funny to think back to, to those situations, not only to think about how in the moment on how big it was to you at, at that point in your life. And, you know, obviously you think about now and, and where you're at in your life and you're like, man, I, you know, I, it seemed big at the time. Obviously it was just a game, but like you said, it was something yeah. you know, with both of us coming up from smaller schools i mean you know we grew up going to those varsity games i mean it was something every tuesday friday night and you know road games uh, listening to them on the radio and so when you finally get to put on those colors you're gonna run out there uh you know for warm-ups um and get get in your first action i mean it, it, it's definitely something that you take with you and you remember for a long time it is and and you know you mentioned going to all those games i mean i i remember <clears throat> in you know elementary middle school my dad was the um, was the girls head varsity coach for a little bit there in elementary, but then he, um, hung him up, I guess you might say. And so I didn't really, you know, my mom didn't really have a reason to go to these games anymore. So I would make her, make her find me a ride to get to these games and I'd go to every, everyone home and away. And like I said, kind of idolizing those, uh, those high school players. And when you're finally one, it feels like, you know, the biggest moment of your life up to that point. But yeah, as you, as you, as you, as you grow up, you realize that it is just a game. Um, however, you know, definitely remembering that stuff is a, is a cool thing to do and reminiscing a little bit. So, um, and, you know, uh, here, I guess, looking, looking across the state, I mean, obviously we just talked about it, you know, with we have some have some really good basketball players coming up you know just two that come to mind i mean like bowen born just committed to you and i you know xavier foster just committed to iowa state um i mean obviously xavier foster is a little bit of a higher profile name with being a being a top 50 60 player um in in the class coming up um you know i think some bowen born watching him play 
a couple of times um, here last year and the years before. I mean, he's a, he's a scorer, man. He's not, uh, not the biggest guy in the world, but I mean, that guy's, he's tough and uh, exciting for you and I to get him. Um, and we have some other teams out there too, as well, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the, the funny thing that you talk about in, in those two players and in the high profile that, that, that they both are, but it's also funny too, that they, they play, they'll play against each other. And that's been a, you know, that's been a rivalry in which that those two and um, both Norwalk and Oskaloosa going back and forth, um, playing each other in regular season, meeting each other in the postseason, um, you know, and so continuing to follow not only those players, but that matchup will, will be a lot of fun there as we kind of look to, to the three, a level in the, in those, those schools to the South. Um, but yeah, and you know, I think without further ado, the team that probably the rest of the state, at least here in, in Central Iowa, is going to keep an eye on is going to be Waukee. Um, you know, Waukee's just the team that uh, you know is is, is got to be the team to beat. Um, you know, I, I believe after looking at the BC Moore rankings, they're um, obviously the the number one team in four A, but the number one team in the state, and and for good reason. Um, obviously. Uh, you know, they just the talent wise and the success in the program in which that they've had over the last couple of years. Uh, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun to 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 keep an eye on Waukee. Yeah, and I think you know with with um, uh, with Waukee staying with Waukee, I mean, um, as Justin Ole at the helm there, he's been uh, the head guy there for. Um, I mean, probably five or six years now, if I'm thinking about that correctly. But you know, coming. Uh, up through the college ranks, you know, Justin was at Drake, I believe when I was playing at UNI, um, and, you know, having that experience in the, you know, in, in the college ranks, then bringing that back to the, the, um, you know, the high school arena. Uh, I think that does that, that is, you know, so beneficial to those high school kids, um, you know, having somebody who's, who's been there, you know, in that game and stuff like that to, to correct what they're doing wrong and to, you know, teach them um, and coach them, obviously, um, you know, when it, when it comes to high school basketball, you know, preparing them for college ball, as opposed to somebody coming in, who's, you know, who's, who's maybe played high school, been around basketball for a while, you know, but not really been in that college um, atmosphere in that college game. I hired that college guy. Oh, I agree. And I, especially, especially at that level, I mean, that's something too, you, you can go through, you know, the 4A and the CIML just in general, and you just, just look at the programs in which that have been successful. And, um, you know, many of those are because you have a, a, a coach in place, um, you know, that obviously knows what he's doing and, you know, because you get to these metro schools and it's, it's not for a lack of, not for a lack of athletes. It's a matter of being able to get those athletes to buy in and, and obviously perform down the stretch. And, you know, like you said, that experience always helps. Uh, staying a little bit on that on that coaching trend, um, one of the teams, and obviously a little personal bias for me, but um, I'll be interested to watch the Johnson team um, this year and uh, new head coach, uh, Coach Frick there, and um, see what he's able to do with those guys. Super young team, uh, you know, predominantly last year, a lot of sophomores. Um, sophomores and freshmen got a lot of minutes um so seeing another year under those guys belt seeing what they're able to do and um, what the offseason has has brought to them it'll be you know that'll be that'll be a fun team um like i said obviously local team for me and so keeping an eye on them and watching watching their growth and 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 what coach is able to do with his first season there um that's definitely another squad that i want to keep my eye on yeah and you know even 
just overall in the in the metro area, you know, there are so many good teams out there. I mean, you know, Des Moines North has been, um, you know, a top 10 team the last couple of years. They have some, you know, really good basketball players coming through there. Um, any, I talked about Waukee, talked about Johnston, um, and, you know, Valley is always, is always good. You know, the sheer, I guess, you know, numbers at Valley, um, you know, we'll probably have them in the, in the top, you know, 10 or 15, you know, for years to come. And uh, always, always, always good basketball around here with the bigger schools and even some of the smaller schools too, you know, the, the, um, I guess the coaches around, around here are, are always top notch. Um, and, you know, the, the athletic directors usually find those, those either diamonds in the rough or those, or those coaches who are coming up the ranks who, um, you know, who, who know what they're talking about and know how to coach uh, all these, all these youngsters. Yeah, well, and too, and I mean, we keep obviously talking about Central Iowa, but um, you know, and same thing, Eastern Iowa. You're, I mean, you're going to have a, Iowa City West is going to be really good out that way. North Scott, I mean, you're going to have some quality kids that are coming, um, and teams that are coming from that side of the state as well. But you know, to to your point, uh, you know, with all levels, in in what we're seeing, I think just holistically is just an improvement in the level of these athletes and these players, and and a big part of that. And I know we've talked several times on the podcast about it. Is you know, is these youth programs and the AAU circuit, and just the opportunity, you know, for these kids to be able to grow and to be able to develop, and um, you know, and obviously some of them. I mean, we could spend plenty of time talking about some of the programs that are better than others. Um, you know, but just an opportunity to get a ball in those kids' hands, an opportunity to get in those game situations, it makes a huge difference. And, you, you know, you add a good program and good coaching, especially at the younger ages, and they're able to foster that as you grow through. I think that's why, uh, you know, you continue to see good basketball, not only in the state, but, you know, especially here in Central Iowa. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's always fun on those, like you mentioned, I mean, you know, Tuesday, Friday nights, sometimes Saturday nights, to get out to those gyms where, you know, usually a little bit rowdy, um, and, you know, usually, uh, a little bit warm inside there, you know, but in my mind, that's, that's, that's Iowa high school basketball right there. Um, uh, exciting stuff, you know, the level of competition is, is usually up, um, you know, with those, with, with those kids, especially with the bigger schools, you know, some of them, or probably a lot of them, um, I mean, you know, specializing with basketball, um, you know, when you compare that to, you know, how you and I were probably brought up, you know, having to play two, three, four sports because you come from a smaller school. Um, and as you mentioned it too, the AAU circuit, you know, with, with kids having a ball in their hands and playing games, you know, honestly, sometimes year round, uh, the competition is, is always top notch for sure. So, um, exciting stuff here in Iowa, but, uh, well, we, um, last couple of podcasts, we've started, um, a new section here with shout outs and, you know, just, just kind of giving props and, you know, daps to, um, you know, area schools, you know, uh, guys we may know who have come through the ranks and stuff like that. But, uh, what do you got for shout outs tonight, Brian? Yeah. So again, kind of sticking with that Johnson theme, I got to give uh, my first shout out, obviously the Johnson girls, um, you, talking about programs and traditions. I mean, that's, that's one of, uh, been the top programs in the state as far as tallying up wins here over the last five, six years off to a strong start again here this year, uh, last Tuesday night, they put a hurt into Valley Valley lost uh, most of their girls last year. So they are down a little bit, but, uh, yeah, big, big shout out to Johnson. I think they'll be the team to beat there in class five a, um, also got to give a shout out to Truman State. Um, I know you shouted them out last time. Coach Horner, actually, I believe in his first game back, they uh, 
um, buzzer beater victory over number seven, um, Missouri Southern State. And they, uh, they've tallied three in a row here. So good to see that. Hopefully they got, um, they got a couple Iowa kids on their team too, actually. Turner Scott, Valley grad, um, kid that I actually coached when he was an eighth grader. Um, he's just a coach's dream. Um, not only is he talented, but I mean, he's the type of kid that'll do anything that you ask. And, um, so it's, it's fun to see him have success and actually a kid from my hometown, uh, Luke Tierhark, he's also playing down there for coach Horner. And so on a, on a, um, final year transfer type situation. And so it's good to see those guys have some success and hopefully they can keep it going. Um, and then my last one is, uh, the, Iowa Lakes Lakers, uh, they've actually tallied uh, eight wins in a row, and they're off to an eight and two record um, up there in Esterville. And uh, they actually have a Johnston alum, Boston Grimes, kind of leading the charge for them too. So it's always fun to kind of keep an eye and see what those guys are doing. So Iowa Lakes, uh, that's my third shout out. Awesome, yeah, and you know, do uh, another shout out just to Coach Horner, you know, and his his um, uh, his his I guess struggle um, with cancer. Obviously, it's. Um, awesome to hear that he's back and, you know, hopefully things continue to progress for him. But um, my two shout outs are going to be to two brand new high school coaches this year. Um, they are, they are actually both from my hometown of Ackley, Iowa. Um, Evan Jansen is the new head coach uh, for the BCLUW Comets. Um, and he is a little bit younger than me. Um, he this is actually his very first coaching job. So high school varsity team um, over there at BCLUW. And then Riley Shipper is at my alma mater, uh, AGWSR, where he's been a longtime assistant coach. Um, and he's actually in my brother's grade. So three years younger than me, uh, his very first head coaching job on the varsity level. Um, so, you know, I want to wish them the best of luck and, uh, you know, Riley taking over for um, the legend Russ, Russ Bonsoff, who was there. And I'm going to get this number wrong, but it had to be over 30 or 35 years, um, you know, with, with, I guess, over 400 wins, um, had, had some really good teams while, I mean, before I was there, uh, you know, my grade coming through, my brother's grade coming through, we had some, had some pretty good teams there and he's a great coach. So, so I guess number three would be shout out to him uh, in his first year of actual retirement here from the coaching gig. So good luck coach um, and hoping for the best for you too. Big big shoes to fill there, definitely. So big shoes, big shoes. Riley, Riley's up for it though. He's a he's a perfect uh, perfect match for that job, no doubt about it. Well, good, good. Yeah. So that that pretty much wraps up here uh, tonight. Uh, obviously, if you get an opportunity to get out um, to any of the games around the state, you know, one of the things uh, you know that we're going to continue to push them. We you know we want to be involved. We want to know what's going on. So if you guys are out at the games, something's going on, something cool, you want to shoot out a score. Um, obviously hit us up, you know, tag us in a tweet, whatever you need to do. We'd love, we'd love to have you, um, you know, be involved with our community and, and share the scores and results with everybody else, as well as the, you know, be part of the show too. If you're, if you're out, um, if you find yourself a, a regular at, at, uh, one of the local schools and, and want to jump on here and talk a little bit with us, um, about your team and the squad, you know, we'd be happy to, to carve out some time and get you on. So we, you know, we love the fact that you guys are listening and, uh, uh want, want to make you part of the show. Yeah. And you can find us, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the shooters touch IA. And like Brian said, you know, we, as much as we would like to make it to all the, all the games, you know, every, every, every game here in the area, you know, we have, uh, other stuff going on with families and stuff like that. So we would love to hear from you guys. Um, you know, whether it be, uh, 
a score, whether it be, you know, who's playing well, who, who do you think would, would, or excuse me, should be playing better. Uh, would love to hear from you, but, uh, as usual, we appreciate all you guys listening. Um, we look forward to hearing from you and best of luck to all the, um, all the high school teams starting their their journey for 2019, 2020 this week. And we will talk to y'all soon.